Welcome uh, uh, today in Film Sessions podcast. We're excited to have Trey Thomas. Um, so Trey, tell us more about yourself. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful and appreciative to be a part of this uh, film festival and this podcast. Uh, I'm a doctoral student here at Louisiana State University studying cultural preservation and museum studies. Uh, I study neurophysiological multisensory memory engagement with media and the ways that uh, we engage with media from a like tactile epistemology perspective, which is the uh, surrogacy of physical engagement with media, like chills up your spine. Um, so I was able to work on a lot of different films that kind of engage with tactile epistemology, haptic imagery, and haptic visuality um, with media. And I'm able to do that specifically with filmmaking. So I'm so appreciative and thankful to be able to share these films um, with the world. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, and what inspired you to first get started in filmmaking? Yeah, dude, uh, I've been making my... I made my first film when I was like 12 years old. Like I started making documentaries when I was super young, um, uploading them to YouTube. Uh, I made my first like narrative short film when I was like 16, graduating from high school. And again, I'm getting my doctorate degree right now. Uh, so I've been making films in, for a really long time, entering them into like the New Orleans Film Festival, um, Cinema at the Bayou Film Festival, and I'm getting ready to make my like first narrative feature. So like, I'm really excited to kind of like share all the work I've been cultivating over like the pandemic and like my master's program and doctor program. So it's like really exciting time, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it sounds very exciting. Um, so tell us more about your filmmaking journey and career. Um, how have you continued to pursue your career in filmmaking? Well, yeah, dude, like, I mean, sp speaking specifically about like Mercy Buku, which is like the newest film that I've put out there, it's like on Amazon Prime right now. So if people wanted to go see it, like that's where you can like go watch it, like the full documentaries up there. Um, we have like previews and trailers all over YouTube and Facebook, you know, um, Dede St. Peru, who's the star of the film, he's like this really famous musician from Martinique, and he came to New Orleans to film uh, a new record. Like he's released like 20 records, Grammy nominations and stuff. And I was able to make this kind of feature film uh, where he makes a movie and he makes a record in New Orleans. And like, it's so cool because like he does, he only speaks French, like he doesn't speak English. And like, I speak a little bit of French, you know, like growing up in New Orleans, like it's one of the unique things about like Louisiana, like no other place really speaks like French. So like, it's a really cool like second language to have. And like watching him like navigate speaking French with certain people, like people at the French embassy, and then going to other places like like the New Orleans Museum of Art and not know how to like speak with people or like have discussions with people and still try to like make this record. It like adds an entire new layer of difficulty and like artistic innovation and ingenuity that I was able to kind of like see, you know, from a perspective of cinema verite, just recording reality. You know, like, it's really, really cool. And like, I'm really happy that like, people get to kind of see the movie and see like his energy and his charisma and hear the music that he's making because it like transcends languages, you know, from a semiotic perspective and it transcends like language and cultural barriers and music is purely a multi-sensory auditory engagement, you know, like, the sound reverberates through your eardrums and is perceived in like your uh, hippocampus and like your long-term memory files and it can delve into something much deeper in you. So like, it's just super cool to be able to share with people. Mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. It's very exciting uh, for that kind of film. Uh, but yeah, getting more into that, tell us more about your film uh, for the audience who's listening. You got into it a lot already, but um, tell us more about it for those who are listening. Dude, it's so cool. Like it went to Cinema at the Bayou Film Festival, it went to uh, your film festival, of course. It went to the Black New Orleans Film Festival. It went to um, an, uh, like uh, first time filmmaker film, film, film festival, the Amazonian International Film Festival. Like we went to multiple wow. places and 
it was, you know, it was during COVID. So, you know, a lot of these were virtual, a lot of it streamed virtually. We didn't get to like really show it in theaters too much, which is like really disappointing as a filmmaker. But like knowing that so many people watched it and so many people had like kind words about it is like just the best feeling in the world, you know? And like music like makes, you know, helps to like inspire people during COVID, which was like a difficult time for a lot of people, which like for me makes me feel like feel really good as like an artist and as a filmmaker, knowing that like I'm making work that like is making people's lives better. You know, like I've made a lot of documentaries about like homelessness. I've made documentaries about refugees like after hurricanes. Like I've spent a lot of my like filmmaking capabilities helping people in like socially disadvantageous positions. Um, as well as making like narrative projects like that are fun and sci-fi sci based and really like kind of more entertaining. But like I've spent as much time focused on like using my films to like try to make people's lives better. So like, I think music does that. And like, I'm just happy to like be able to continue to do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and regarding your film, uh, what is the main message of the film to the audience? Yeah, dude. Um... I think the message to all films, you know, kind of like I was just saying is like, try to make, you know, the world a slightly better place. You know, like every one of us has the power to like make the world better through our own talents and gifts like you with your festival, right? Like making so many filmmakers internationally feel good about their work that they're creating and the art that they're creating. Yeah, dude, it's so cool. And like, you know, it's just really cool that like everybody, no matter what you do, like from a career or whatever perspective, you can like make somebody's life better if you want to. So it's like, I hope that like that message comes across. Like you can do like your part daily to make the world a better place. I know that sounds corny, but like. No, yeah, definitely. I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for audiences um, listening who want to watch your movie, and you talked a little bit about um, on Amazon Prime Video and on YouTube, uh, but where's the main places where we can find your movie online for those who are listening? Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's uh, my name is like on Instagram. It's Trey Thomas, Dr. Trey Thomas. Um, so if you want to find me on like any form of social media, that's where you can find it. But the trailer for the film is on YouTube, Mercy Buku, uh, documentary trailer. It's available. I think we have like a thousand views, which isn't a lot, but like we're doing okay. Uh, and the film's on Amazon Prime. You can, I think it's available to stream if you have Amazon Prime, but you can also rent it. Like it's, it's really cheap to rent or you can buy it. So it's, and it's like 4k and like, it's like an hour. It's like Mardi Gras time is coming up here in New Orleans. So like, if you're excited about Mardi Gras or if you can't make it Mardi Gras, I think it's like a really good surrogate. So like you can enjoy kind of festivities at home watching on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I was just going to ask you about um, your social media or website. Uh, but for those listening who are interested to find you online, uh, where can we find you? Like social media or website? I mean, you talked a little bit about Instagram already, but uh, where yeah. can we find you? Yeah, dude, YouTube, uh, Instagram, uh, Twitter kind of scares me. So I say kind of stay away from Twitter, but TikTok, right? Um, St. Trey, Dr. Trey Thomas, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys. Man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and have you made more movies in the past before this one? Yeah, we have a new uh, documentary about opera coming out um, pretty soon, showcasing um, different minorities, uh, women, uh, members of the LGBTQ plus community in opera um, that we were able to film uh, last year. And that's like going to different film festivals right now. So um, that's going to be the next project coming out. Um, and I'm getting ready. Like, I want to make my first narrative feature relatively soon. Right. Uh, so that's kind of always on the horizon. So that's uh, that all that stuff coming out really soon. But like check on YouTube and social media to see anything coming out. Yeah. And Mercy Buku. Yeah, that's the big one. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, and before Mercy Buku, did you uh, create more films before that or this was one of your first films? 
I created, uh, I worked on a lot of films. Like I'm a cinematographer, I've been a camera uh, op. Like I've worked on a lot of films in Louisiana, like 12 Years a Slave or Jurassic World or stuff like that as a PA or as a grip. Um, but like, I'm kind of becoming like a filmmaker in my own right. So like, I'm kind of getting started with my own narrative. So yeah, Mercy Coup is the first thing that I want people to go watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, and do you have some general plans for the future in addition to filmmaking? Uh, yeah, do doctorate degree, man. Stay in school and, and uh, continue everybody's education. I think education just helps you understand the world and have more empathy about the world. You know, Ebert, I think, said, you know, filmmaking or movies are our tool for empathy, right? So just get more empathy and, and care more about other people. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and do you have a favorite movie? Oh, dude, La Dolce Vita, Fellini? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's great. Um, and are there some resources you'd recommend to student filmmakers out there that you've used, that you found useful, like certain apps or programs or websites uh, that you'd recommend to other students out there? Um, yeah, you know, read lots of books, right? Sid Field, uh, Gilles Deluise, uh, Cinema, uh, like Cinema Time, like uh, there's lots of like really uh, skin of film, right? There's lots of really like high concept uh, filmmaking, philosophical uh, theory texts out there to read. I think really important for everybody. Yeah, yeah, great. Um, and talk more about how you worked uh, with the gentleman from Martinique. I mean, like, it's, it's a huge world, you know, so, um, and how is that with working with, like, people from different cultures and backgrounds on making the movie? Yeah, you know, I, I really, I definitely want to, like, encourage people to go see the film, you know, for themselves. I feel like everything I had to say is really, like, on the screen. You know, you try to leave everything on, on the screen. Um, but, you know, I, I speak, you know, uh, a, a little bit of French, <laughs> you know, I can say bonjour, but uh, my grandmother spoke French uh, and it's like, it's a really part of living in Louisiana. So um, when he was coming here and he was reaching out to people, like I was able to kind of just be able to have that dialogue with him. And that helps a lot with um, working with different people. And that's, again, what makes like Louisiana a really unique place to be is like kind of being able to have that like cultural and, and diversity around language or like experience or anything like that so it's really cool dude mm -hmm. yeah yeah and tell us more about like the team that you worked with overall in the movie dude it was like really just me i i uh i had a ray komodo that's what i shot it on um and i just followed him around like he went to different recording studios um and he went to like the new orleans jazz museum and all the teams at all of those locations are really cool people uh the french embassy here in new orleans um beatrice germain um the the french the french consulate um, which is all places he was going, but I was like following him around, like, like, a just, just with the camera capturing everything. So it's like very kind of like, uh, a guerrilla filmmaking style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I'm curious, uh, do you plan in the future to work with teams on movies or you're mostly looking to do things, um, independently on, on your own for making films? Yeah, um, well, with narrative projects, I just I have a narrative project coming out uh, relatively soon. It's a short film that I hope to make it to the feature uh, one day, Stop and Smell the Roses. And we had a full team, we had a full cast, a full crew, about 10 to 20 people. Um, that's great. You know, narrative projects, you definitely, and I'm working with like, you know, large LED walls like The Mandalorian, um, working with Unreal Engine, working with Blue Script coding techniques. Um, and all of that's kind of like, once you get into more like advanced filmmaking techniques, you, you definitely have to work with like, um, different collaborators who understand everything better. Like I have to work with, you know, uh, people here who are specifically studying like video game design and, and, you know, because I don't understand Unreal Engine, you know, I make documentaries primarily. Uh, so that's kind of been learning, learning that, um, 
that kind of more high level cinematography and, and visual effects stuff. It's been really cool. And I've been working with a lot of really great teams for that. So that's been really cool. I'm, I'm really grateful for that. Great, great people who here at LSU really. Yeah, it's great. Um, and I was just going to ask, you know, um, how have you worked with other people at LSU to uh, make movies? I mean, like, what resources have you used at school, like programs or um, uh, like advisors or other people, uh, or resources in general that you've used, uh, like labs or things like that to, to work on films? But how has that been? Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, you can everybody can go look it up. But uh, here at LSU, we just got like this uh, huge LED wall again, like Mandalorian, um, which was like kind of a advantageous reason for me to come here. Um, and kind of work with that technology. You know, it's really kind of not replacing green screen technology, but it's definitely um, the next step. Um, so being able to understand how to use Unreal Engine, how to render all of that stuff, how to do coding to a higher level, how to work with RLX minis, uh, Ray Komodos, V-Raptors, um, these like really high level, high performing cameras um, to their utmost efficiency, you know, knowing how to work with CFast 2.0 cards to get like 8K resolution footage um, down pressing that footage down to 4K, you know, how to distribute that footage across like different uh, social media outlets, which outlets have the capabilities to even process footage um, that large, you know, it's all really interesting stuff. Um, and it's really technical stuff uh, that isn't as interesting as like the creative, you know, cultural reasons for why, you know, we're storytellers. But um, it's still really interesting to be able to learn, especially as I move forward in my career, you know, after I get my doctorate degree, it's really kind of more into the filmmaking uh, rabbit hole. So I just want to produce more and more work. Uh, so being able to have this level of understanding of these kind of, for me, advanced techniques is a, a gift that I'm really grateful for. I'm really grateful to LSU for. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, the future looks very bright. I mean, it looks like you'll have a lot of exciting opportunities at LSU and beyond to, to keep working on movies. Um, yeah, but yeah, 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 thank you so much, Trey, for being with us here uh, on the Film Sessions podcast. It was wonderful having you here and learning about your filmmaking journey and about your movies, uh, your plans for the future and, and all that you're doing right now. Uh, but yeah, great having you here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You guys are the best.